Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Ralph Peters. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Well, we don't let friends feed kibble. And I've got a new friend to introduce you to today. She's not new to me, but she may be new to you on the podcast. Her name is Dana Chick. That's right. She's a great chick. She (laughs) is. And you know what Dana Chick does? She does veterinarian cannabis and pet wellness coaching. And she does that with her new business called Positive Balance. Positive Balance. Hello, Dana Chick. How are you today? Hey, Didi. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Well, I know Dana well because Dana uh, has been doing massage for Miss Asta uh, over at Dr. Andy's. Whenever I go over to Dr. Andy's and get uh Asta um, adjusted. And so this is how I know Dana. She's she's um, out in the community. She has been a uh, massage therapist for, for many, many years. She's also a former, a retired vet tech. We're not going to hold that against you, Dana. We're not. <laughs> okay, I, got it. I, I got out of it. I did. I got out of it. <laughs> but, you know, she's doing something now that uh, is very, very beneficial. Here's the thing. Um, Dana, there is so much confusion about CBD, about cannabis, about hemp. And um, you and I were talking the other day and you Mm -hmm. said this, you said, you know, people don't give the right kind and therefore they will have one of two experiences. They'll have one where they say this CBD worked amazing on my pet. And then there's some other ones that say it didn't do a daggum thing. And you said it's because they are giving the wrong kind. So let's talk a little bit about first what, you know, your business looks like. What is positive balance? What's it all about? Didi, thank you. So I am a veterinary cannabis counselor and a pet wellness coach, as you mentioned, a holistic practitioner who offers one-on-one guidance to pet parents as they explore natural solutions for their pets. Like we said, I got out of being a vet tech. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we need them. We need them. But gosh, what what a tough, what a tough job. Absolutely. And that's exactly why I got out of it was because it is such a tough job. And I personally got tired of having my heart broke by holding off that vein for the veterinarian to pass that euthanasia needle because that was the least expensive option. And because their pharmaceuticals have stopped working because there was no longer a Band-Aid they could put on the problem. Veterinary medicine, as we know, tends to look at the symptom and putting a Band-Aid on that and not getting down to the root cause. You know, Didi, you and I know other practitioners like Dr. Andy and uh, Dr. Jasek, we all know health starts from the inside, right? Mm-hmm. 
I, and I don't remember who said it, but somebody said, and I love it, preservation of health is better than the cure of disease. And I'll tell you, you and I both know it's more cost effective too. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically, I offer pet telewellness consults to support every stage of our furry friends' lives. Everything from assistance in veterinary selection, deciphering veterinary appointments and options, to whole food diets, healthy supplements, tips and tricks to avoiding dis-ease, and selecting healthy lifestyle choices, including cannabis therapy for our pets. That's what I do. That's a lot. And that's amazing. That is amazing. So now you're in this cannabis counseling, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. will you will you go over this for me? What's the difference? I mean, C- is CBD cannabis or is it hemp or is it can it be both? Or, you know, there's a lot of confusion. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I mean, we we certainly know a little bit about CBD, like how it's extracted. Is it extracted with butane or is it extracted with water? But then there's the full spectrum and there's this and there's that. I don't know if you can make it super simple for our pet parents about, you know, what they want to look for uh, first and foremost. Uh, can you make it simple for us? Yeah, let's let's talk about the term cannabis. When 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 I'm talking in my consultations, when I'm out in, in this in the world and I'm networking and communicating and 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 guiding and advising and 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 educating, I do not use quote unquote CBD. I just don't use that term. It's become the norm, and unfortunately, it's not the most accurate term we can use. So if we go back to even my title, veterinary cannabis counselor, cannabis. Cannabis is basically the umbrella term that covers both varieties of a marijuana-based product and a hemp-based product. There's two, there are two different things. The main difference between the two is how much THC, which is the molecule that the cannabis plant produces, that will produce the psychoactive type effects. In other words, it'll get you high. Marijuana-based products, yep, have higher amounts of THC. Hemp products have lower amounts of THC. So low, so trace, so minimal that they're not going to get you high or have those psycho-type events. Excuse me. Um, A hemp product is not regulated, and you can get it over-the-counter. Gosh, we see it not only in pet stores, which can be great, but we find them, what, Farmers markets, Kohl's, King Supers, you can find those anywhere. Again, marijuana having the higher THC, those are a scheduled one drug and they're closely regulated and can usually only legally be found in a dispensary. So going back to using just the term CBD, CBD, just like THC is the molecule that gets you high, CBD is the abbreviation for another molecule called cannabidiol. And it's, it, it's a molecule that you can find in both marijuana products and hemp products. So it's, it's really not an appropriate term when you're just talking about a cannabis product in general. Does that help? Yeah. Now, I this is probably, a, uh, there are different... CBDs that you would want for different 
issues, right? Mm -hmm. And and that's really where you come in. So um, in your consulting, let's say that someone came to you, Dana, and they said, my dog has uh, hip pain. Let's just take Mm -hmm. that one. My dog has some type of pain in the body. What would Mm be a a recommendation or where would you start with that particular animal in order to get them the right CBD? Absolutely. So everybody would fill out an intake packet and give me their goals and their wants and their desires for their pet, what they used to see, what they're currently seeing and why they want to try to introduce cannabis into their pet's life. I would then talk to their veterinarian, get vet records, and I'm going to start by making sure that we're both on the same page, crossing all our T's and dotting all our I's. After that, we'll do an, an actual tele-wellness conference call or virtual appointment where the, the pet owner and I will come together, discuss every point that is going on with their pet and what they're hopeful for. Then it is my job to go out into the cannabis world, find a product that has got a molecular profile, meaning it might have, so for pain, I might want mainly CBD. But if the pet parent tells me, you know, she's so painful that she's getting snappy and not wanting to be pet or not wanting to engage, then I might want to find a product that has, here's another term, terpenes in it. Terpenes, kind of like essential oils, lend to different therapeutic effects. And I might want to find terpenes in it, such as beta-caryophyllin, that will help with inflammation and contribute to the, the, the cannabidiol molecule that's in this product. I might want to find a product with some linalool in it that might help ease her anxiety around her pain. So my, my job is to find the particular profile, the combination of all the good healing mode- uh, molecules that we were going to want to give this animal to help alleviate and bring forth the old pet and the old attitude that we once saw and are now missing. Hmm. So would would you suggest a different kind of cannabis for a dog who has pain like that versus a dog that has cancer? Absolutely. Absolutely. For the most part, our, our, our main pain control, neurologic issues, um, behavioral issues, anxieties, fear, stress, phobias, that kind of thing. A hemp based product is generally sufficient if we can find the right combination of molecules and terpenes. When it comes to cancer, not only do we want the benefits of all those molecules and terpenes, but we really want to start giving a little bit more of that THC. A cancer patient usually warrants, we got to take a trip to the dispensary. Wow. And if you have to take a trip to the dispensary, yeah. And and I assume that this is going to be different in every state, whether Absolutely. it's Colorado versus Oklahoma. Right. Um, but if you have to have THC, right? That's what you said, THC mm-hmm. in, the, in, the, in the in the 
blend, mm-hmm. then you're going to have to have a medical card. You no, Well, no. So here in call, and again, just as you had mentioned, regulations vary throughout the country. So that will also be part of my position, assisting pet parents with finding the right cannabis product is that I will have to know the different regulations in your different areas to be able to provide the correct guidance. Um, A medical card here in the state of Colorado is only for medicinal use for humans. Now, THC being a scheduled one drug has no medicinal approval. A doctor, human doctor here in the state, cannot prescribe. They can, however, recommend, and they can tell a person, I I think a cannabis product would be good for your symptoms. So take this recommendation to the state. The state will give you a card, and then you can go to the dispensary, and the guy behind the counter can help you find a product to help with your symptoms, and there you go. Veterinary medicine is just coming to that forefront. And just like doctors, we we cannot prescribe. Veterinarians can't even really recommend. But the medical, the, the card itself that you were speaking of is really for the medicinal side. You can easily just go into a dispensary in our state and buy whatever you want on, on the recreational side, no card needed. Gotcha. Now, so you're saying that even vets, even vets are not able to uh, prescribe CBD? Correct. What? Correct. So there's there's kind of this gray area, a schedule one drug that the marijuana side is on cannot be prescribed. DEA, anybody with a DEA license, which is most veterinarians, can only prescribe schedule two to five. So being a schedule one, they can't prescribe it. Um, Hemp, the hemp side is not regulated. It is not, um, it's descheduled. And so a veterinarian cannot prescribe anything that's not on the DEA list, which is hemp. Therefore, they cannot prescribe hemp products either. Now you know why we don't why we don't uh, <laughs> we don't sell it. I mean, we we've had so many companies that have contacted us and they they really want us to sell CBD, but you know it's number one it's it's confusing. Number two, um, you're putting all of your products at risk if they decide mm-hmm. that they want to come in and, and shut you down with a processor, yep. right? Yep. So that that is that <laughs> that is such a crazy thing. So we we saw um you know CBD explode, right? Mm-hmm. We we've seen that explode. But with that explosion, Dana, has it gotten to be dirty? Has it gotten mm-hmm. to be unaffect, you know, and not not the product that it was intended to be? Because there's so many people in the market just jockeying around with it. it. Absolutely. And 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 that goes back to this regulation of the one side of the product, but absolutely no regulation on the other side of the product. The hemp side, again, being descheduled, 
there is no regulation. Literally, the market that people refer to as CBD, so the cannabis, the hemp side of the cannabis market is literally just inundated with false promises and and misleading labels. It's all marketing. They can put anything they want in those bottles, anything, because there's absolutely no regulation. And that is kind of goes back to the conversation that we were having where you, you kind of hear one of two stories and there's really not too much in between either. Yeah, I tried something and it was everything that my dog needed and she's a whole new dog or yep, I tried it and it didn't do diddly squat and it was just a bottle of crud and I threw it in the trash. So because of that lack of regulation, we see that side of things. But with that, because there's no regulation, there's no, no nobody to answer to. You can do whatever you want. As you had mentioned, the extraction methods is the the, the butane or other um, residual solvents bleeding over and coming into the bottle. Is there microbial contaminants? Are there heavy metal or pesticide contaminants? What exactly is going in these bottles? They don't have to be open. They don't have to be honest. They don't have to show anything. So that's another part of my job as a veterinary cannabis counselor is to do the, the legwork, dig in, find the, the lab reports and find out what not only what the molecular profile is, but to make sure it's it's clean and free of free of all the crud, free of toxins, free of xylitol. Gosh, mm. some people want to put xylitol in their products. They want it to taste good for their dog. Wow, no, no, no. Yeah. We know xylitol. Ah, you don't do that. And you can find it in some of these products because they're not regulated. That is crazy that they would be xylitol in mm -hmm. a, a product like that. That is yeah. unbelievable. Um, I want to ask you um, a couple of other questions about what you um see for the pets, but I saw this question on your website and I think it's a good one that we bring up, especially for mm -hmm. our listeners in Colorado and maybe yep. some other states too, but why can't uh, pet parents just give their dogs the gummies that they use from the dispensary? <laughs> I, I'm glad you found that. And you know, that's, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. First and foremost, you generally buy your edibles for a specific effect for you. And you are generally much bigger than your pet. So first and foremost, the dosing is way off. Um, getting edibles from a dispensary means it's usually a, uh, uh, excuse me, a marijuana based product loaded with higher levels of THC. And as safe as cannabis therapy can be, THC can be very dangerous for our pets. They don't know how to handle, quote unquote, being high. And if they get too high, if they get into your nasty bong water, if they find a blunt on the ground and gobble that up, if they think those rainbow colored, sweet smelling gummies or brownies smell great and gobble those up, you could be faced with a, a life-threatening situation. Not to mention, 
they're putting all these sugars and, and flavorings and gosh only knows what it, what else is in there. I mean, chocolate, it, chocolate, it, that's, that's a toxin. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a negative item to give a dog. It's threatening. There's a myriad of reasons. Yes. That, that, yeah. So I've, I've, you know, had some neighbors and they were walking by one day and they said they went on a camping trip and their dog wandered over to the uh, neighbor's camping site where they got into some marijuana. Uh-huh. And uh, so the dog, the, the, you know, the dog ate that and, you know, got high. And two days later they said, well, we're going to take him to the vet make sure he was okay. And I was like, you're probably fine if he, if he uh, you know, came out of it. But sure. what's what's the danger of 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 um, or how would you know if you need to take your dog to emergency, you know, services mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he got into your either your gummies or all the different ways that, you know, marijuana comes? Yeah, no, absolutely. So you'd see signs of ataxia, um, panting, excessive, excessive heart rate, um, dizziness inability to hold a straight gait, wobbly, weak, um, extremely volatile, uh, emotional. It might be from one end of the spectrum of whining and whimpering incessantly to lashing out and snapping and biting when that's not normally their personality. Um, they, again, do not understand our recreational need to escape and quote unquote, get high or alter our mental states, they don't know how to handle that. So they, are, <laughs> they just, they, they become a different animal. And um, if, if you're seeing hypersalivation, excessive thirst, uh, drunken stagger, uh, we, we should probably get that baby to the vet. There's different things a vet can do to help stabilize um, while the product moves through their system and hopefully bring them out of it quicker and safer so that um, we don't end up losing the pet, unfortunately. Mm. Wow. Now, I, I've had people tell me that they have given CBD and it caused their dog to have diarrhea. Do you think that that could be because what you said that maybe there's junk in the CBD? Should CBD be giving dogs diarrhea? No, absolutely. It should not. And yes, I do think it lends to the fact that we don't know what's in these products. We don't know how clean these products are. Um, you know, some of them are olive oil based. Some of them are just olive oil and not that olive oil is bad because olive oil is a great oil to give dogs to help with everything from the inside out. But some of them there with all of the contaminants that are in there, whether it be microbials or molds, even pests, uh, literally little mites and stuff. You never know what's in these bottles and sure they can absolutely lead to diarrhea. The, safety of cannabis actually protects the gut. So the last thing you'd want to see or you'd expect to see on a quality product is diarrhea or any GI upset at all. Wow. Um, we talked a little bit about 
dosing. And, and something that you said to me was that the dosing that's on the back of the bottles typically is incorrect. Correct. What did, what did you mean by that? So the manufacturers, just like every other product out there that you have to consume, they're in business to make product that you consume and they want you to buy more. Cannabis products, again, have a huge scope of safety. And because of that, they can literally high dose because they want you to see a, re uh, a reaction and an effect and a result every single time you use the product. So they can absolutely say, yeah, you have a big shepherd. She can have a dropper and a half up to twice a day. That's, that's three full MLs twice a day. I've got a shepherd right now. They're trying to get her off of prednisone. She is at, she is just under one half of a dropper twice a day. It's a fraction of what the manufacturer recommends. My goal is always to, to, to save your money because the products aren't always the cheapest. So we want to save your money. We want to use the product effectively to find the sweet spot where we're benefiting the pet, not wasting your money. And we don't have a puddle of pet. We want to have all the good rememberings of, of our pet come back, their personality, their, their, their gait, et cetera. So this particular dog is coming off of prednisone. Okay. Correct. Um, mm -hmm. How does CBD help when a dog is going to try to come off of prednisone? So prednisone being, you know, a, basically a huge anti-inflammatory and huge pain eliminator. Um, that's where a good cannabis product can really kind of come in and pick up the slack as this particular dog. She's a senior shepherd. She's got that. You are very familiar with shepherds. So she's got that shepherd hind end mm -hmm. and She's over the years, she's gotten wonky. She's gotten wobbly and her spine and hips are riddled with arthritis. <clears throat> um, they have had her on 40 milligrams of prednisone daily for the last couple years. She started to show some tummy issues. She's been having bouts of diarrhea. She's thrown up here and there. And as we know, long-term use of steroids it's, it's just, it's not good for you. And it's very hard on the body and they're no different. They have a body. It's hard on it. Um, they decided that they wanted to approach me in regards to starting a good cannabis product so that they could gradually cut back on their prednisone and still get the benefits of anti-inflammatory pain relief, but also have the protection of the GI and the, the gut system. Um, it's taken on them a few months. They've gone from 40 milligrams to 30 milligrams to 20 milligrams. And I just heard them heard from them last night. And we just bumped up their product a little bit more because they're going to drop down to 10 milligrams a day. And she's doing great. Nice. Yeah. The, um, the dad, actually, I've been working mostly with the mom, but the dad actually reported back that um, they're seeing some really good things. They haven't seen her. Her name's Georgie. They haven't seen Georgie really use her tail much over the last few years, whether it's 
wagging for excitement or, you know, kind of using it as a guide when they walk for balance. But uh, this a couple weekends ago, they went to Chatfield and her tail was up. And he, he noticed that she was holding a straighter gait for longer periods of time. She was, she was walking straighter. Um, she went further around the park. Um, and then at home, she was actually wagging her tail, it, being happy, waiting for her cookies, her treats, or whatever the case was. So, yeah, it can lend some, to some pretty amazing benefits. You know, I had, um, gosh, how many years ago was it now? Well... It was, it was before 2013 because that's when okay. um, we moved out here to Colorado mm-hmm. and my, um, my lab did not make it here and he, no. he, he really would have loved it uh, mm-hmm. here, but uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. He did make it here. I'm sorry. He did. It was here that he didn't make it to our new house, okay. he, uh, but we adopted him when he was five. Um, we somebody left him at a vet's office in this yep. town, and so one of our friends called us and said, "You know, if you don't. If somebody doesn't get this lab, they're going to euthanize him." So Rick and I, of course, were like, "Oh, well, we're going to go get him." And when we walked in, we were like, "What kind of dog is this? This dog was so..." fat you can't imagine how fat this guy was he didn't even look like a a lab his hair i remember we pulled over on the side of the road and literally brushed him and it looked like a sheep i mean you know because so much hair came out this this dog was not in good shape so we put him on raw and he he lost down to his proper weight but at 13 he got um, lymphoma. And Hmm. so we had been gone out of town. And when we came back and picked him up from our son, we noticed his face was very distorted, right? Uh And that was the lymph nodes that were so swollen that they distorted the face. So we had an evaluation and they said, okay, this dog has lymphoma and we can do the prednisone um, and, and we knew how hard prednisone is on the body and he was still eating and he was still moving around. And he still seemed to be, you know, feeling well, we decided at that time that we would go with the CBD with a, a tincture, you know, dropper. And mm-hmm. I believe that it was 10 to, I can't remember what the ratio was, but there was THC in it. Sure. Absolutely. And the, it totally, totally shrank the lymph nodes. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, we did that for almost another two years. Nice. And then at, at the very, very end, you know, uh, he, he started, you know, wasting how they Mm do. Yep. And we took him to Moab where our daughter was in a clinic at that time. uh, And uh, she was the head vet over there, but we took him out to Moab, took him out to the lake with Asta and he swam, (laughs) believe it or not. We gave him crappy cookies, Mm -hmm. crappy treats Mm -hmm. and put him to sleep right there. 
And then we actually um, went back and did a necropsy, which is very strange. But we did a necropsy with um, our daughter. So for you guys listening, meaning that she was going to open him up and take a look inside. Because the question is always, you know, how bad was the cancer? Where was the cancer? What was going on? And it really was at that point all over him. And as a matter of fact, some of the organs, she said, you know, were very, very thin. Had we not put him down at that point, at some point he was going to bleed out. Right. And, and then they sewed him back up and, and they put all the stuff back in him in order to, um, to, um, uh, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for, Dana, when they, um, uh, have them cremated, cremated. Yes. They uh, they do. They put all the, the body parts back together and cremate yep. them. So we still we still have the ashes of mm-hmm. Sam and Sheba the cat mm-hmm. and um who else? So we have and Doc, the dachshund. So we have these three <laughs> ashes right now. I have a and, shelf of ashes as well. And and Rick's like, we really do need to let these guys go. And I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> maybe we'll just wait for Asta because they were all buddies. They were oh, all, you know, together and, mm-hmm. um, she, you know, she's going on her 15th year. And so I'm like, we'll let them all go together so that, you know, one's yep. not by themselves, whatever yep. that is. But anyway, yep. so we did see the amazing results of having that THC mm-hmm. in with the CBD. And we did get it from one of the, um, dispensaries here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Like I said, there are conditions where that THC is warranted, uh, definitely cancer being one of them. Sometimes some of the behavioral stuff um, might warrant some, some higher amounts of THC. That's a, 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 a very slow process because sometimes we can have the reverse effect um, where THC can actually make the behaviors worse. So the thing about cannabis medicine and cannabis therapy is that it's very individualized. They're all different, just like we're all different. They all experience things differently. They all um, take in things and their bodies react to to different items differently. They can be two dogs from the same litter, look identical, but one product may work great for one and that product doesn't do anything for the other. They're, They're all different, just like we are. So cannabis therapy, cannabis medicine, it's it's very very individualized and it takes time. Yeah, so that's where you come in. You do tele wellness consultation. So it doesn't matter where you are in the country. You can get in touch with Dana Chick. Yes, and, ma'am. Uh, at Positive Balance, uh, it's Positive Balance dot health. But if you just pull up Positive Balance, P A W S. I-T-I-V-E, positive balance. You're going to find Miss Dana Chick, but it's positivebalance.health. And um, so Dana, you have companies that you're going to be recommending, companies that you have already vetted, companies that you uh, want our pet parents to take a look at? Well, so I am totally product neutral. Um, My job is not to, to necessarily partner with different companies, because, I mean, one of the things I've, I've learned over this last year is, is just how much products and manufacturing 
changes. Uh, Dr. Andy, as a matter of fact, reached out to me last week or the week before, and she was like, hey, have you heard of this product? What do, what do you think about it? And I was like, I have not heard of that product, but I'd be happy to check, check it out. I'll let you know what I find. And went to their website, found their pet product, clicked on it, only very minimal amounts of laboratory results out there. So I reached out to the company to get more information, more about the contaminants and whatnot. And the response that I got back was, yeah, we don't, we, we don't offer any of that anymore. Uh, oh, oh. It, okay. It's on your website, lady. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we don't, the only thing we do now are the salves and the gummies. Oh, okay. So it's too difficult to really partner with companies in particular and just recommend their product. Um, lots of different companies have a variety of different products. Some of them come out with their own blends for, say, cellular support versus mobility versus um, high dose versus a cat version. And again, I don't re I don't just look at what's on the label. I don't look at just marketing because you can't rely on that. I go behind the, the scenes. I get the lab reports and I see what's in those bottles. Even the box that it comes in, the back of the bottle, it doesn't give you that information. I've had clients come to me that say, hey, I bought this, what do you think? Well, I just read the back and it's pure 100% organic hemp seed oil. That's exciting. The problem is, is that there's no cannabinoids, those molecules that we want that lend the medicinal properties in the seed. So we really have to dig deep and look behind the product to find out what's in it. And again, it's all individualized. So my job is to scour the, the, the cannabis industry and find the clean products out there, know which ones that I can lean on, yes, that I've vetted, that are clean, that lend certain properties, that have particular combinations and molecules that I can recommend for different pets for their individualized issues phew that was a lot sorry <laughs> <laughs> but basically you're going to be able to tell people whether to not waste their money um or or there are people that are going to call you and say hey um, this, this type of CBD was working, doesn't appear to be working anymore. Can Absolutely. you tell me how to, how to get something that, that maybe is, is, uh, a better fit yep. with my Absolutely. animal? Absolutely. We can, we can start with veterinary cannabis counseling, or if you just have a product and you're not exactly seeing the results that you wanted to see in your pet, or if it just doesn't seem to be doing anything, or you're seeing other weird effects. I'm happy to look over your product for you, dig into it, call the manufacturers. So I should, should I need to get all those laboratory reports and then get, come back to you and say, okay, you were wanting to see this, this, and this, this particular product will lend to that and that, but this is why you're seeing this and blah, blah, blah. So I'm happy to do a product review. If by chance that product isn't working for you, we can then skip over to the, the cannabis counseling, but I'm happy to pet wellness coach, cannabis counseling, and product review. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I hear this one statement a lot, Dana, and um, 
people will get on a raw diet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I get emails that don't make sense, right? My dog's, <laughs> you know, getting sick. My dog does this. Da, da. And we dig in and we say, well, what else is going into your dog? And they'll have, they will have been giving a certain supplement, could be CBD, could be something else. And they'll say, but it's not the supplement because my dog's always done this supplement um, and my dog's always done well on it. So it has to be the food. And what we know is what you said earlier is that things change in the supplements. Body, body, well, yes, they do. Absolutely. Manufacturing processes change. Heck, my favorite coffee creamer. This is a great example. My favorite coffee creamer. It's, um, I don't know, it, 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 the, it has three ingredients. Cream, milk, and cane sugar. That's it doesn't have all the crap in it, the soy this and the deoxalated or whatever that, it, it, that three, three products. All of a sudden the bottle changed, the labeling changed. I was like, well, what's that all about? So before buying it, I spun the bottle around. They're now adding soybean oil to it. Oh no. They're marketing it as natural creamer or, you know, creamer free of all the crud, but now they're adding soybean oil, soybean oil. So manufacturing standards change, not to mention we're living beings. They're living beings, our dogs, our cats, our pets. We change, they change. Things don't work the same all the time. Things don't work synergistically all the time. Everything changes, everything shifts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, w- one thing that always amazes me, if, if I have like what you were talking about, very few items, right? The mm-hmm. meat, the bone, the organ, the fat. Yep. Yep. Don't have anything else in there, right? It's mm-hmm. that. Now, mm-hmm. can something shift in the way in the food where maybe you have a little more organs from this? Uh, I, I don't, you know, if I have a 1200 pound cow, versus a um thousand pound cow i mean is that going to change it a little bit if i have a five-year-old versus a two-year-old if i have a Mm -hmm. you know if i have one in this part of the country versus that part of the country if Mm -hmm. i have one that's um you know out on the the range but it is totally covered in snow we gotta feed those guys you know hey i mean so there's there are those things that change Mm -hmm. but we're not adding anything to the food, right? We're not, right. we're not adding chia seeds. We're not adding this. We're not adding, you know, zinc Quinoa. and magnesium and, <laughs> oh my gosh, all these other things. And it's so funny to me that when we really take a look at, at the majority of, of people, what they're doing, they're doing flea and tick, they're doing heartworm, they're doing vaccines. And those have a gozillion ingredients in them, not to mention that they're toxic, mm-hmm. but then, but then they'll be putting toppers on their food or they'll be yeah. putting in some obscure chewy.com, you know, probiotic mm-hmm. that has a sugar base to it, mm-hmm. but it, they always come back to the food. Well, it's the food because I was doing this product before and I'm like, right. well, maybe it's changed. Maybe your dog has changed, right? But that Absolutely. doesn't, yeah. So it's, it's always, 
it's always interesting to hear how the marketing world has screwed up our brains, basically, Dana. They have totally caused us to not be able to think, not be able to decipher, not be able to judge what the heck is going on. Exactly. Or, Or just empower the user to do their own research. Oh, no, 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 we can't do that. (laughs) We will not allow real research to be done. Not everything on the internet is true. Come on now. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) But no, I, I, I completely understand. And, 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 you know, to some point, I understand their thought processes of, well, this is the newest thing I've introduced. So therefore it's the problem. And I, I understand that. I understand that that way of thinking. However, just like veterinary medicine, just putting a Band-Aid and treating just the symptom, we have to look at the bigger picture. Didi, being in this industry for, I don't know, 22, 23 years now, those are the stories that I hear that just resonate and and prompted me to to do this now. I want to be able to provide guidance and education because it's lacking it's lacking there's not a lot of people out there who who companies i should say even veterinarians that really want to educate the end user they just here take this here do that i want to teach them i want to help them have their own individual thought process have some free thinking and be able to be rational well yeah and and i think it is I would bet that this thought goes through people's head uh, nine times out of 10 when they're looking at a CBD. They're probably thinking, I don't know if this is good or bad. I don't know. I have no idea, right? Because they don't. Mm -hmm. So it is great that we've got someone like Dana Chick now who (laughs) can help us all learn this, who can help you, pet parents, who can advise you. Uh, before you go and spend your valuable resources on crap, on yep. sphincter, on sphincter <laughs> CBDs, I would call it, um, that yes, you want to <laughs> you want to get in touch with Miss Dana Chick. She is at positivebalance.health, positivebalance.health. Um, you will see her uh, on her services, her two little dogs. What What's the Chihuahua's names again? Uh, the darker Brindle is Oscar. He is going to be 14 this year. And the little white lady down there with the black ears, that's my little Bubbles. And uh, she's going to be 15 this year. And they're awesome. both on a good cannabis product for their aging little bodies. We want to help them age gracefully. And you know, they're on a really good dog food too. They are. They're say. on the best. <laughs> Raw food, nothing, not, nothing not needed. Bones, meat, organs. You got That's, that. I, yeah. I throw some veggies in there. They love their green beans. So, you know, they get a little bit of fiber here and there. And yeah, they, they're they thriving, Dee Dee. They're, they're thriving. They are. They are cute. I just saw them last week when I was over at Dr. Andy. So they all look yeah. good. So you guys reach out to Dana, uh, go to her new website. It's a beautiful site, such beautiful pictures of you, Dana. You can see Dana (laughs) there. You look awesome. Awesome. I'm very excited about uh, what you're doing. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today. I hope that uh, we can get you back on it sometime. 
absolutely. I'd be happy to. This was so much fun. And thank you so much for having me. I've, I've, I've come to know you over the years and I absolutely adore you. I adore your heart for the, the health that you want to instill in all of these pets and spreading the word about all of the toxins and the gross crap that's out there. Um, when I built my site and my first question um, that I put up there is kibble the best thing to be feeding my dog. I, I was typing that and I was like, oh, Dee Dee's going to be so proud to see that on my site. <laughs> we we got to get you a sweatshirt and get that. Oh, uh, I love one. Mm-hmm. Right? We got to get you a, a, yes. a, a, a raw dog food sweatshirt and uh, maybe you can you can stand uh, on your site with that on somewhere. There you go. Absolutely. All right. All right. right, Thank Thank you. Thank you, Dana. All right, everybody get over to rawdogfoodandco.com. You can find Dana in my health experts section. Um, You can find all about positive balance right there. Go to rawdogfoodandco.com where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Don't let friends feed kibble. We'll see you tomorrow, everybody. Bye-bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.